0: Love, talk, radio. Hey, buddy. <laughs> All right, into the first ever Show Me Your T-Fantasy Football show here on the uh, Free Parking Network. Uh, I'm Ryan Moore, and I'm here with my co-host, Conway. Are you excited about doing this show for the first time, I'm famous?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm absolutely ecstatic. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to give out some good advice. I'm I'm ready to have a blast. It's going to be fun.
0: Uh, good deal. All show long, we'll be taking questions. Call in at two three seven eight four three six oh eight or three. or free all lowercase p-a-r-r k King, King, or
1: Super
0: yeah, King, Show. same
1: spelling. Just in case, because um, your mic was cutting out there, that, that phone number is 323-784-3608. All
0: right, so feel free to call in tonight. We're going to start the show, recap uh, the Monday night game. Giants end up winning Thirty-one to twenty-four. Uh, this game, Amos.
1: Uh, I watched it kind of on and off, but I think my biggest question throughout the whole thing is how many guys is it going to actually take to cover Odell Beckham? I think the Giants or the yeah the Giants <laughs> or the Dolphins started the game off. I don't even think they had Brent Grimes on him. I think they had someone else. Brent Grimes eventually went over there. And I mean Bring Ryan's couldn't do anything. Especially, you know, he had that big third down catch at the end of the game, the big eighty seven yard reception I think is what it was. You can't say enough about the guy, and really you can't say enough about Eli's performance last night. I think he only missed four passes, four touchdowns, three hundred and thirty yards. I mean, just lights out and kudos to him. They had a great game.
0: Yeah, you're exactly. Ruby J just tore up last night. Seven catches, hundred and sixty six touchdowns
1: drag.
0: I mean, you, could, you couldn't have stuck a dime between the bounds. It was perfect. Yeah, it was. <laughs> this was a was I think I expected. The Dolphins really fought hard uh, to stay in this one. I think now, of course, they're still in because of they're often... Uh, it's about who's taking it.
1: Yeah, I I was impressed. I I just that entire game last night. I mean, I feel bad for the Dolphins at some point too because I like Dan Campbell, and I think we talked about it yesterday. I think he has a fifty-fifty shot of getting that job. But it's more or less. It's I don't know if he's a if he's a true head coach yet because I mean you see out there the Dolphins just seem like they're kind of everywhere. And that that 114 million dollar contract to Sue is just not working out for them. He is a guy who wants to go rogue and do his own thing. And quite frankly, I don't know if there's a coach out there willing to coach him anymore. I mean, he's he's almost turning. I mean, he's a great player, but he's almost turning into like Albert Hainsworth.
0: Albert Hainsworth, you bring up like a good. You know, I heard. Um, Tim Dilfer talking earlier that there's those gritty, those guys that just everything they want in life. he talks about Tom how Tom Bass, he has the has the supermodel, wife, he's got, you know, all of this stuff in front of him. But if you wanted to hurt him the most way football, um I don't think that Tom is one of those guys at all. That that is his main focus, you can tell by the way he plays. Um, all right. You said you wanted to bring up something that you bring up later and have
1: the time, Do so you want to head into that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I had a story for yesterday that we weren't able to get to, which is alright. But and this this will tie into fantasy for all you listeners out there and any questions. The Jaguars young upcoming powerhouse offense. Blake Bortles, Alan Hearns, Alan Robinson, Julius Thomas. And at this point, it's like anybody they put in the backfield is effective besides Toby Gearhart. I don't know what's going on with him. He just – I had big expectations for him going there, especially in fantasy, being kind of being that guy, being that guy who would protect Bortles. But, you know, they drafted Yeldon this year. Nari Robinson played a great game yesterday when Yeldon went out. And all these young guys – especially at skill positions, they're guys that if on your fantasy team, if you have them, and especially this weekend against Atlanta, I would play them. Robinson, Hearns, Yeldon, Thomas, even Bortles. And, you know, their power returner, Rashad Green, he's a rookie out of Florida State. I think, you know, when he got drafted, there was a lot of talk that he was, like, kind of an underrated draft or receiver in the draft. And I think he is, and I think he's coming out to be a young star in the making, and I think he's proven that with his big punt returns, who that have just really shifted the momentum in games. And I think that if you have either, like I said, if you have any of those guys, start them. Bortles is quietly having a great year. I'm pretty, I'm sure he's third in touchdowns behind Cam and Brady, and. You, can't, I don't, you just can't say enough about this team, and I know that a lot of people want to say, oh, well, Andrew Lugg didn't play yesterday or last week. And honestly, I don't know how much him being in that game would have helped. I think they would have scored more than 16 points, but I still think the Jags would have put up 51. There's no doubt in my mind. Young and upcoming team, and for years to come, this is going to be a fantasy squad. Anybody that you have from the Jaguars offense on your fantasy team is going to put you up points week in and week out.
0: I agree with what the Senate. I think this team. You know, I was talking to a close friend of mine earlier today. This team is two to three years, in my opinion, from being one of the best offenses in the entire league. Uh, I mean, they have all of the parts, and there are so much young talent on this roster. Um, you bring up a Robinson and Hearn's, and you you know exactly what you said. I've heard people say, "Well, you know, Andrew Luck wasn't playing when well, you got a lot cornerback. It's not going to help you from <laughs> Hearns. He's not there. He you the, with uh, the way Yeldon played. And, you know, off the edge rush, that's not going to help you against game a little closer. But I would have won that game the way that those two played. And, Moving on now to the fantasy end last week. Uh, what two studs from last week's performances?
1: My two studs were Ted Ginn, wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers. Two receptions, 120 yards, two touchdowns. Does it? I mean, can you get any better than that? I know he was targeted three times, but you don't need that third reception when you're, every time you catch the ball, at a touchdown. It's like Randy Moss, his rookie year, having three touchdowns for 157 yards and only three receptions. I mean, it's crazy. You don't see something like that. That's uh, just fantastic. And Alan Hearns, three receptions, 105 yards, and a touchdown against the Colts. Previously mentioned in that offense. And what helps him is there's so much attention towards Robinson and Julius Thomas, or Julius Thomas that anytime he's on the field, he's going to get targets, especially if he's open, and he's going to break it and go for it. How about yours?
0: For my two let's from last week, Wilson, 92 yards, five snaps. Um, the thing about Russell Wilson He's so good in fan you Because of his running ability He only ran the ball one time for six yards So all of this uh, Almost came through the Out game against Baltimore uh, Isaiah Crowell Who a lot of people In this season was going to make a lot um, Was going to be A guy to watch out for This week against San Francisco Put up 145 yards Two touchdowns, do uh, absolute performance. I do this moving through. I don't think he's gonna have a game every week, of course. Uh, but he's not. Uh, his carries jumped up quite a bit. I believe he had 20 this week. Uh, the week before, uh, something like 10 or 11. So if you keep his his carry high, I think Roel is the kind of back that can keep that production. But um, for uh, the Browns team, they carry how big they are fine. So, um, what about your Duds? What are your two duds
1: for this week? Oh, my two duds, and they hurt me. They hurt me bad. <laughs> uh, first, I got Martavis Bryant for the Steelers. Seven receptions, 49 yards. Now, I mean, there he he drops a couple deep passes, which. I think, you know, I had no stake in that game other than him, and every time he dropped one of the passes, it it hurt me very, very much. (laughs) And then he has to go up against Denver this week, which isn't any kind of signs for improvement, so I'm not excited about that. And my other one is Mike Evans. Three receptions, 39 yards. I mean, for such a big, talented guy, and I know James Winston has kind of relied towards uh, Vincent Jackson to – help get him, you know, kind of be his safety blanket. Mike Evans now has to step up and do that, and he's got needs to get back on his fantasy pace. Over a 1,000 yards last year and 15 touchdown receptions. I mean, compared to any game he had last year, this game was just very disappointing.
0: Great point. Uh, Evans is on one of my fantasy teams, and he's a guy that you lost from, but he really hasn't produced the level that he did last year. Um, I had two running backs. He went both to receive. So I have two running backs, both hurt uh, in fantasy this week. Latavius Murray had 16 for 16 yards. Uh, that's not right. Really uh, I had. The guy that was gonna be kind of uh, a big getting him late and you know, in my draft and I was like I was so excited, I was like, Man, this kid's gonna be biggy. Uh, um it's breaking out a little year. bit. He really he has he really had had the kind of year I expected from him. It's real spurty, you know, a uh, you know 14 point game game, but then it's like 10, six, five, you know. And then, um, and then on my side that I have was Jawan Harris, who's coming in the running back for the injury that he had, he had eight. Team kick, uh which I can get a, a you know a lot of carries, but had only forty two yards and the fumble uh took points away from him. So ended up having a pretty bad day overall. Uh for a guy that really could have cemented him sub He coming in and and star um and had a terrible uh, um but it was again good Seattle played against. Um all right, we're going to go into the, the waiver, waiver wire pickups here. Uh, each one of us is going to give you uh, a player at each position that is probably on hand waiver reserve right now that could improve. I
1: Amos, mean, let's start at quarterback. Who are you good? My go with Kirk Cousins. I know, Buff Leaf, I am. He was still on the bench. Uh, the other people I talked to in their Leaf, he was still on the bench. Going up against the Bills this week, whose secondary has been torched in the past, and playing at home, screen passes, All you know, the offense they run, I can see Kirk Cousins have a big game.
0: Yeah, I think that a lot of people aren't in the game that uh, he's going to have. And it's he's had games this season, Kirk Cousins has. Of course, I think everybody, uh, you like it speech that he had at the end of that game. Uh, I picked Ryan Fitzpatrick going up against Dallas. Uh, I think that Dallas does have a pretty solid defense, and I don't think they play that. Uh, but I think that they give the ball up so much and give the offense, the other opponent's offense, so many opportunities um, to get back and give a great field. And Ryan Fitzpatrick has played outstanding this year uh over some yard of touchdowns, eleven interceptions. Um in bigger leagues or quarterback leagues, there's no way that you're, you be know, on but in it,
1: the
0: normal non two quarterback leagues, I think you'll find him in your way area. in uh, in the uh he is in most of my leagues. Uh pick up could really improve you. Uh, at quarterback, if you need to move to run, who do you got? Amos,
1: I got Brandon Bolden, especially this week. And it's not actually the opponent, but I think it's simply due to volume. I think he's going to be their most trusted back in pass protection, running, and he showed in the flashes that he can you know get out, he can get open on them wheel routes. I think maybe James White gets a little more, but I think Bolton can have a big game, especially with Blond being out for the year. I think they're going to use him a lot, and this pick is based purely really off of volume.
0: Um, I ended up talking about Isaiah Crowell. Just talked a big game. I kind of have that kind of game for you again. I don't think he's, you know, going to put up those kind of numbers. He goes up against. He does have a good rinse, but if they give him that carries, you know. That's by the tide of carries that he's had uh, for the whole season, you know. he's You look at his numbers, 8, 10, 10, 6, 7, 11, and then 20 carries this week. If you give him a ball that I many, he has proven this year that he can I think it's a tough this week, uh, but the their schedule kind of um, will be... will uh, be to get your production as a little spot start if you're running back, especially in bigger leagues. Um, for your weaver, who did you pick, Amos?
1: Oh, for my receiver, I, I wasn't Tyler Lockett. And it's because of his big playability. especially over the last few weeks, 104 yards, a couple touchdowns. Uh, a couple weeks ago, he was like 98 yards, two touchdowns. He gets open. He's lightning fast. And I think anybody he goes against, he's going to be that guy who just breaks the defense. And I think he's going to be good every week from now on. He's building a rapport with Russell Wilson, and Wilson's being on fire, and that translates to him being on fire.
0: This is a great pick. Um, And this is actually going – pick for the receiver, but then, you know, when we were talking about the show earlier today you told me that you uh, uh I went away from he's an outstanding receiver. Uh he's played really uh especially recently and really gotten the ball a lot. I went with uh Junior who's been up and down uh this season to get a good rim. Um but he just came off that last week. Uh Two weeks in a row he's put up over 20. The thing that does work me targets receptions, but they ended up being huge gains that he had. Uh, But I think that you're going to see him get the ball more. You know, the week before, I get it ten times. And they go up against the Giants uh, this week, Atlanta next week, and then Tampa Bay. Helping you for your playoffs here, Ted Ginn's got easy Matchups against uh, teams that do not on the field, expect Giants game and X start wrecked. I think Cam Newton's got go. He's a big guy. This points on the on your fantasy team in an instant. Uh, as you speak, only at 220 yards and two touchdowns. Um, believe believable. Kind of. Impact he can have, but he's almost only a big player wide receiver uh, in that offense with it being his main gift. All right, on to the tight ends. Amos, who do you got?
1: I went with Zach Miller for the Bears. He's, I know he's been a little up and down this season, but I think he's really starting to emerge as Jay Cutler's safety blanket because other than Alshon Jeffrey and uh, Matt Forte, they really don't have much on the receiving end. And I think Zach Miller's going to continue to get targets. I think he's going to be a guy who kind of sneaks behind the defense because people aren't looking for him. They're not going to be thinking that he's a guy that's going to beat him. And Cutler has been playing very well, especially since about midseason. And I think that's going to continue, and I think Zach Miller's going to start racking up more and more targets as the year goes on because it just – I think he's going to become Jay Cutler's second guy. And I mean he showed it last week. He's made some big catches in the past. And I think he's starting to figure out how to get open as a tight end.
0: I'm actually in the Miller family. Here. Uh Heath Miller excited. I uh, put up good numbers last week. Um this is a guy that we all know is a good uh you know, he's been a good fantasy tight end forever. Uh but Rich dipped off this year. He put up a couple of good, good games but a couple of uh that really terrible um and decent sixty six yards, ten of his uh ten targets, so in a PPR league that was uh game in a non PPR league it was okay. Um I I think that he a uh, big uh, the season, I think that this fence is real now, uh, and they're really starting to find themselves. Next week, they do have a matchup against Denver. Going to really focus on stopping uh, Antonio Brown. I'm going to open up those middle of the middle, uh, or middle of the field passes, excuse me, and that's right where Heath Miller's bread and butter is. So right there is where uh, he makes me. Uh, so I think the are we. Or, we then both blend, uh, two defenses that have not built a season um, in week 17 so this is a good guy that you can definitely use um, to have play off for, uh playoffs and, uh, we're going to go we're going to do kickers here kickers are real hard to read uh, you know, most of the time it's not that much they score Uh, Who got kicker
1: wise
0: for this uh, Amos?
1: Kicker wise, I got Dustin Hopkins for from Washington. He's actually had a pretty quiet season, and I know he's sitting on a lot of people's benches. And if you need a kicker, I think he's a guy that can do very well for you this weekend. I think he can hook up some good numbers. He's good from all over the field, and I, I mean. Like I said, this is for waiver pickups, so it's only you really need him. But I think he's a guy who, if you are worried about one or two points at the end of the game, I think he might be the guy who gets them to you. Um uh, was
0: Boswell? Um, and, uh, for the Pittsburgh <laughs> Dane Dealer Country here, yeah. really uh, as of time. Um, yeah been uh and the scoring the way I know the scoring's you know different in the logs a little the league that it's she um he's put her ten points league uh against Cincinnati. <laughs> An 18 points, two even from that level. Uh, absolutely, uh, really good. Uh, very accurate. He's not the guy that's going to miss for you. And not that the Steelers score um, and their fast paced offense, I see him continue to put up big numbers. Especially, um, I think he has a great matchup with Denver. Denver being able to slow the ball down. I don't think that the Steelers are going to have the kind of impact in um, in weeks prior because of how good this defense is. Um, so you're probably going to see him end up kicking a lot of field goals. And he's put up really big numbers as of late obviously, for a kicker. Alright, next we'll go to defense. Amos, you got on the gritty side of the ball.
1: I have the Jags defense. Now, I know last week going against Matt Hasselbeck and everything else. A lot of people want to call it a fluke and everything because Andrew Luck wasn't playing, blah, blah, blah. But I think this week against Atlanta, I think the Jags defense can come up and come up big. Matt Ryan this year has loved throwing red zone interceptions. It's apparently his thing to do. And I think he's going to throw a couple of those this week. Not going ga- to get away with it. I think the Jags defense is going to make him pay for it. And not anybody on that speed is, or defense is particularly fast, but they get defensive touchdowns. And, I mean, this is a special team thing, too, with Rashad Green back there returning punts. I, I think they can have a big day.
0: to a good answer. I think that the Jaguars are going to put up a... Game. I went with uh, staying in the AFL, I went with Houston's defense against Indy, um, really struggled, um, Houston defense, uh, a lot of talent on it, uh, you know, uh, just, to your mind, but it, uh, uh, but there, I think from top to bottom, a lot good defense, uh, um, you know, definitely not, I would say, a defense. So I think that a lot of this has to do with how bad Indy has been playing. Frank Gore started out the season red hot um, and then has kind of slowed down a lot. And in, uh, in the last few weeks, um, you've definitely seen a drop off offense um, in the last two or three weeks with this team. And I think Houston's going to, you know, this is obviously a must win if they want to go to the playoffs. So I think you're going to with a lot of good ideas with a lot of different blitzes, a lot of different schemes. Um to Indianapolis. Uh we're gonna move on uh with pickups. Uh every week on the show we're gonna pick one deep sleeper. This is a guy that, you know, everybody overlooks. Uh but could really be um, uh the the uh an ongoing segment <laughs> you got Amy Burr.
1: Um I have J.J. Nelson. Uh I know he's you look at the Cardinals depth chart and you think, uh, this guy's just buried behind three other extremely good receivers. But he's been on the field a lot, and when he is, Carson tends to go to him. They tend to, tend, tend to get him deep, and he tends to get past defenses. And going up against the Eagles this week, I mean, the attention being on Michael Floyd and John Brown and Larry Fitzgerald, if you need some points, this guy could come up big for you this week, especially if they the Eagles' defense plays has, uh, has been against one and two receivers. I mean, you could see a huge game from J.J. Nelson. He is a deep pickup, but if he's there, I would grab him up.
0: And I would definitely consider starting him, especially this week. It is Will the new uh, Definitely that not a lot of people have. Um, he didn't play uh, any playing time the first three weeks. Uh, then he started to do a slowly, never really doing a whole lot points-wise um, until after their bye week, the last three weeks. Uh, a decent game, six seventy four yards, three catches, 70. Uh, that's just sort of tough. The Giants are going to need, you know, every team that they play. Their first thought is going to be, we need to shut down Odell Beckham Jr. Um, so they're going to need other people to throw to in this audience. Um and I think that will provide that. Uh, with Donnell out, uh, really well. He doesn't have a matchup this week because Carolina's defense is really good. Uh he's Minnesota, who has been good against wide receivers, but not as much against tight ends. And then Philadelphia, defense chooses uh, if it wants the player. Uh, I don't know. Astrology or something. He looked brilliant this week. They're awful. Uh, but I think you know, if you're really uh, and if you want to get a guy, check uh, up that will put up good numbers the last three weeks. Uh, I think that you're going to continue to see him grow in this offense. He's only owned in nine percent of Yahoo leagues right now, uh, so it's not cool. Um, I know about him or using him, but he's a guy that uh, could make a difference on your team. All right,
1: now we're gonna. Switch modes here. We're going to go. You were breaking up a little bit when you were talking about your player. I mean, all the stats and the percentages were out, but uh, I think some people may not have caught his name.
0: Oh, sorry, but I, um, the New York tight end.
1: Will Ty. we're going to
0: switch modes here. Yeah, we're going to switch modes here. We're going to go into FanDuel, um, and, uh, you know, we're doing a little bit of daily fantasy here. We both set up FanDuel lineups for this week. Uh, We're going to share them on air and compare talk a little bit about them. So do you want to start here with your FanDuel lineup?
1: Yeah, are we, okay, are we just in, like, a position at a time or just go ahead and run through it all?
0: Um, actually, you know, we can break it down position by position. That's a good idea. Uh so start with your quarter- who you're starting for your quarter.
1: Uh, I have Carson Palmer. Just so many weapons offensively, no matter the running back position, Darren Fells at the tight end, you know, you got four or five wide receivers deep on that team. All have potential to go off, which means Carson Hall has potential to have a massive, huge game. And uh I I don't see how you don't start him against the Eagles if you have him. I you know especially fantasy playoffs. I think he's a guy who can probably single-handedly almost win your league for you going up against this team. And I think he's an absolute must start if you have him. No matter else who you have, he's a guy you got to you got to start Carson this week.
0: I went a little bit gutsy. Uh, went for quarterback to to try to you know get some more talent elsewhere. So I went with Marcus Mariota against New England. Um, the Patriots' defense is that impressive. Uh, they've been better than what people expected, but they're not overly impressive this year. Um, and I think they lead a big lead in this game. So I think Mariota has to ball um and he has played really well this season, especially the last handful of uh, unbelievable, you know, how good he's played in the last couple of games, he's standpoint. Um, uh, last, he had a receiving touchdown. Um, and, is you know, he's running the ball more really since the coaching change. Uh, we've seen Mariota take to the ground game a little bit more, which, of course, only helps his uh Foreman, top running
1: back? My top running back for this week is going to be Devontae Freeman against the Jags. Now, I know I picked the Jags defense, and this is purely based off of, especially in PPR formats, uh, his receptions out of the backfield. I mean, he's just a, he's a monster in the backfield. Jackson struggled, struggled a little bit against the run this year. I know they've gotten better the past few weeks, but his value is being Matt Ryan's second favorite target, basically. And he's a guy who can break off in screens. He's a good route runner. I mean, I think he's a guy you have to start because there are holes in the middle of that Jags defense, especially their linebackers and safeties. And I think that he'll find the soft spot in those zones, and I think he'll sit there, and I think he'll have a good game yard-wise.
0: I went with uh, um, Matt Forte here, uh, standing a uh, defensive. Uh, that's why I went cheap at uh, quarterback, and uh, in, uh, went cheap on a couple of areas. Um, still playing really good football. No so good defense, but they've given up performances this year. They're not nearly as good against running back or through the air. Um you know, and Forte in this all eight, he, he does it well. He does it outstanding. I think that he's gonna have a reason for the price that overly, you know, uh, but it is one is the more expensive players. Um, I've from a lot of big bad performances. That, you know, then and Forte, of course provides the dual threat, you know, he's a ball. He can out of the back and run the ball and um, an outstanding player.
1: Who do you have to Oh, my next running back I have uh Latavius Murray. I know he was your du especially this past week. But going up against Green Bay, I mean they've allowed anyone and everyone who's wanting to run on them to run on them. And I think he does. I think he bounces back, has a big game. I mean, Jerry McFadden had a big game against him last week. And I just, I think Latari- Latavius Murray gets the carries. I think he gets over 100 yards. And I think he gets at least two touchdowns this week. I just don't see Green Bay being able to stop him the way they've been playing run defense lately. Uh, just everything about this game and this guy screams big fantasy points to me.
0: Um, with Williams. Every week I go with D'Angelo Williams and FanDuel and, he's, and they keep him at a very cheap price. Um, I believe $72 uh, right now. And he's, he continues to stay at this even though he used to put up big numbers. Um, uh, you know, as long as he's staying at it, there's no way I'm not taking D'Angelo Williams right now.
1: They put up really, really
0: good numbers uh week in and week out. They give him the ball at least times every game. Uh we you know, even know that there's all those uh, um and likes to run the football and D'Angelo Williams uh hands out the backfield. He's exactly like uh he's the poor man's Matt Forte is what he is. Uh or play Beyond bow, I guess I should say. Um he you know, great hands out good back there. Good. get him an open space. Uh he creates makes defense nightmare um and space. And then this week, you know, they do have a tough matchup. Um Denver, I think you though you'll see when Denver starts bringing the rush, you'll see those little swing passes and uh you know, short uh screen like double screen stuff like that to try out. To the outside that do deal, make them pay um, uh, for the you know the. Sh- so I went to do it, James, and I'm going to keep riding DeAngelo Week and Fanduel as as long as they keep him at that low price. All right, so we're gonna head into wet, wide receivers here. Who's your number one receiver this week?
1: Uh, my number one receiver this week. He's a little pricey, but. I think you have to go with Calvin Johnson, Going kind of against that New Orleans defense. Last time Calvin played against an extremely subpar, subpar secondary, he had like seven receptions, 90 yards, and three touchdowns. And I can see him repeating that performance this week. I, you know, he's just fantastic. The Saints secondary, the entire defense has been nothing but a quarterback and wide receiver's best friend this year. And I think that he's going to continue that trend. Especially with his size and speed, once they get in the red zone, as long as Matt Stafford's on track, making smart decisions, I think Calvin Johnson has a huge game. Who you got, Ryan? Yeah, I
0: think Calvin Johnson, like last week, um, for sure, but I think he does a big wick against that same second who is awful. I went with baldwin here putting up huge numbers in the last uh handful uh russell wilson a go to guy been really impressed with what this guy's been with yards after the catch makes this guy so elite the last three games he he down i mean how are you gonna you're not gonna beat that that's the best in the n f l um, five yards, off, three touchdowns. Five catches, 94 yards, two touchdowns. Six, 82 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, unbelievable what this kid's been able to do. Um, and then they're going up to Cleveland next week. Uh, there's no question, to hug Baldwin with the performance that he's had going up against a weak matchup like Cleveland and the way Russell Wilson's been playing. I mean, it's unbelievable this team's been able to do. Uh, and the turnaround in Seattle, I think, is one of the most dangerous teams in the NFL. Uh, completely different than what they've been because it's a big reason why. And I think that he's going to continue to have really good games. Um, I mean, I expect him to absolutely demolish Cleveland. Uh, so heading into your your second wide receiver, Amos, who do you have?
1: Uh, I have Jeremy Macklin. He's been fantastic last three weeks. I know last week was kind of a down week, but, I mean, he's he's obviously Alex Smith's favorite target. He's going up against a Baltimore secondary or entire defense at that that's just been decimated by injury. And I think he's going to continue. I think he's going to get big numbers. He's going to continue his targets. I think he's going to get, you know, maybe even another – uh able you to know, get on those uh, jet sweeps that they have tried with him the last couple weeks. I just see him having a big game. I mean, that Baltimore defense, the secondary, everybody's just beat up, everyone's out. There's no one to defend anyone. And I think he has a huge game for the Chiefs and his fantasy owners. Yeah, I agree. they're a good pick. Um, I mean,
0: Watkins here, uh, of course, some Buff. They're going to be at the Washington Redskins this week. Eight most favorite. Walker has been on fire as of late, um, putting up you know a little bit less numbers uh, than some of these guys have, you know what Baldwin has, uh, but he saw a little week out, uh, you know, getting two-, two touchdowns two weeks ago, which was our three week huge game. Um, 109 yards, one touchdown, uh, the week prior. And then this past week, 81 yards and a touchdown. So he's been getting in the end zone a lot, uh, putting up pretty good numbers. I think that, uh, you know, Washington's defense is going to be the defense that he's played in that stretch. Um, so, or, you know, at least passing wise. So I think that he's going to be able to get out, like to get him the ball. They really like to get this guy in space. He's so dangerous, um, they got it. you have to get the ball in Samuel Watkins hands of games for the Buffalo Bills, and I think that this is a must win for them if they will get back into the playoff push. So I think you're going to get the ball a lot. It will be he'll be targeted this game, when putting up numbers. All right, Amos, your wide receiver three for this week in FanDuel.
1: Uh, My wide receiver three is going to be Michael Floyd going against Philadelphia. He's got 100 yards in three of his last five games and one of those games he didn't even play. I think he has another big game. I think he's starting to definitely come out as, even in that deep receiving core, I think he's coming out as the guy for Carson Palmer. He's a guy he's been looking for on third downs, those deep passes, other than John Brown. I know Larry's been a great blocker for him. I just... I think he has another huge game, that vulnerable secondary. I think they move him around, get him in the slot, get him the best matchup. He's by far overall has the best skill set of all them receivers, and I think he continues to show that off. And I think you see another 100-yard performance out of him, and I would say at least one touchdown. How about you?
0: I went with Alan Hearns here. Uh Uh, You know, this one was a tough one for me uh, Because of, you know, the players that I wanted The prices, uh, you know, start to bind there Especially in that wide receiver three You want to try to get uh, some talent And I really like Hearns I really like the way he's been playing Atlanta's past uh, defense has been uh, Better than people uh, think it is But I still expect him to be pretty You know, he was 13 injuries he didn't play against the and then came back he only had four targets uh caught three of them 105 yards and a touchdown uh, i think he was still a little bruised i think he's hurt so i think he's going to get 100 percent healthy alan hearns uh against atlanta uh, i think they're definitely going to want to put the same amount of points that they've been putting up and if you look at this uh, you know, this Jacksonville Jaguars team we were talking about earlier, the last two weeks they put up 51 points, 32 points. So this is a team that really wants to air out the, you know, wants to move the ball down the field. Why not? When you have two um, wide receivers like they do, it might be, you know, it's if not the wide receiver in the league right now, and Bortles um has to much improved from what he played. Like, if you look at his this year to last year, not getting close. someone with Hearns here uh, oh, I felt no my call um, but I still ended up going with him uh you got it t- this week uh,
1: for my tight end, I got Travis Kelsey. He's a guy who's been kind of quiet on i mean for most of the season. He's only got, I think, four touchdowns on the season, but I think this is a guy who can get on track, again, especially this week against Baltimore. Decimated defense, like I mentioned earlier with Jeremy Macklin. You know, he's definitely been seeing the targets, and I think he's going to get back on track. I think he's going to make some big plays going up the seam for Alex Smith, kind of be able to get the ball out of his hand quick to him. And I say that a lot, too, because the split time between Tarkendrick West and Spencer Ware, I think it's supposed to be a thing that was supposed to go very well for them as a two-headed monster. And neither one of those guys have really you know, been able to get on the move and go up big. And I think Travis Kelsey becomes that kind of running guy for him, as in he's going to be there for short passes and be able to make big gains off of a really decimated defense that, like I said, I think he gets back on track this week for the Chiefs. And I think he's a good pickup for FanDuel.
0: I went a little bit cheap um, my tight end this week. Uh, I went with Antonio Gates. I love Antonio Gates. such a good um, tight end for so long, such an athletic uh, player. But he's the only weapon on that offense. So it really – I mean, all it has to do is focus on him. So that really limits what he can do. Uh, the offense. You know, Phillip Rivers has been playing – Outside of the Philip Rivers and Antonio team, has been really good off. Um, but I think that Gates is going to have a good game this week. They play Miami, who's has a great this year uh, defensively. You know, you're going to see Miami score against uh, this with ease. So I think that's going to put pressure on them. They're going to have to throw that in this game. Which they've been doing all season, uh throwing the ball a lot, I think you're gonna see Intel get a lot of catches a lot of targets in this game, um, and hopefully gets in the end zone for my sake at least, yeah, but I think they, a pretty a pretty good and in, intriguing matchup for this week. I definitely went a little bit uh, you know, for and, and um the more expensive guys on my FanDuel roster uh. But I still think that he's going to put up enough numbers that it was definitely going to be worth it. All right, so we
1: move on to here. Excuse me. Um, I have Duffin Hopkins this week against Buffalo. Uh, like I said, Buffalo secondary, they've been torched for a lot of big plays. They have played a little better in the red zone, and Kirk Cousins has looked for. Jordan Reed a ton in the red zone, and Matt Jones. And if Buffalo in any way, you know, starts covering those guys, gets them on third and longs in the red zone, I think Dustin Hopkins can have a huge game for you. I mean, I can see this being a field goal game, at least on the Washington side. And I think he's a great pickup, good price. I think he's a guy who potentially can have a very, very big game for them. Who you got? Uh uh Chris
0: Balls, talking about him earlier, the Steelers kicker. Um it's the exact same as I said earlier, um as depiction, Tim. Uh, and it's for the reasons. He's pretty good lately. He had um, a huge impact. Last week. Great number. Yeah. A week ago for four um, now. And the Steelers play tough defense in the Denver Broncos, and I think that they're going to get to the point where they're going to have to kick field goals in the game uh, and score points good enough that they're going to to be able to slow down that off that uh, they're not going to get a touchdown whenever they want to. Uh, so I think Chris Boswell, um, he's a good kicker. I think that he it provides a lot of talent on that offense. Uh, where are you going with defense?
1: Defense this week, I, I think it's an easy choice, especially for a fan. I went I with Carolina. I know Eli played lights out last week, but it's not something he's done all year. And that Carolina defense has done well against whoever they go against. They have great linebackers. Thomas Davis has amazing play recognition on the field, creates a lot of plays. Keek seems to be everywhere. And Josh Norman. And I think I'm pretty sure he had a birthday this week. So I can see him getting maybe a couple birthday interceptions. And, you know, he's going to be on Odo but I think it's a great matchup, but I think he's going to come out on top on that one. I mean, for this one, I don't think there's that much to say. I just – it's Carolina's defense.
0: (laughs) Birthday interceptions, a new uh, term that you've coined, I think. I think I'm going to have to – uh, I went to the Seattle Seahawks. They're playing in Cleveland. And though against uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh the Seahawks are going to have a game. Uh, man's good for at least an interception.
1: The Legion of Boom.
0: I think this is going to be an easy game for them. I think Seattle ends up crushing them, and it'll be worth a lot of points all right, moving out of our fanda lineups here, and uh next Please join us we'll let you uh well, being the better for this week uh everybody will on eight you one moving on uh to the some questions here we have two questions for you uh, 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 Pam, who is is eighty she asks. She has Larry Fitzgerald, who's so hot and cold. Um, her other wide receiver <laughs> ranks Devontae Park Jackson. Jackson. Should she stop? What do you say, Amy? Uh,
1: the problem with. I just see the one problem with starting Larry is just the amount of speed on the offense compared to what he no longer has I guess. I mean he's still got all the talent for the underneath routes and everything and he can break tackles after the catch and get yards after the catch and I think it's hard but I don't know I think Brandon Cooks has been on and off Drew Brees has been playing better lately I think if that were my lineup I I think I would go with Brandon Cooks over Larry. I just think there's Bigger play potential, and he's arguably probably the fastest guy on that offense outside of CJ Spiller, who they don't even, hard, you know, really even use. So if it were me, I'd go with uh, Brandon Cooks over Larry.
0: I think I'm gonna agree with you here. <laughs> um, now OBJ to start in this offense. Brandon Cooks, I think and I think the worker continues to put up numbers. Uh to, um Vincent Jackson, I just don't think there's enough uh power quarterback in Tampa Bay for, to put up great games. Uh Stefan does play. Good, uh but it's really it's a harder part of their schedule. Um, so I think that Cooks the, they. I'm going to go with him. O. Fitzgerald right now. Uh, moving into the corner here, Maxwell, who is Matt Prempe18 on Twitter, asked this question: Should he, Gurley or Devonte Freeman go playing the Tampa Bay Nears this week with the Jackson? What do you think? Uh, I picked him earlier.
1: I'm going to go with Devonte Freeman. Uh, I just think that Jaguars' defense has a little more holes, and he has much more better upside for me, for especially PPR leagues for receptions out of backfield. Todd Gurley, I think, will be there one day. But going up against a tough Bucs defense has been pretty good on the, or against the run, excluding last week, and I don't think that's a trend that's going to continue, especially since Gurley is all St. Louis has. I think a lot of focus goes on him, and I think Freeman's the guy to go with this week.
0: I'd go with the opposite here. I think that uh, Todd has been playing excellent. Uh, he kind of fell off for the week or whatever, or for a couple of weeks, and came back strong. I've to find ways, creative, to get Todd Gurley, in inspired he can do image. Um, I'm going to go with Todd, but I think think this is gonna put defense. I think you're really gonna go wrong here, but I'm just going. To, I think that uh, he's a, a more as, as uh, the higher as far as talent. All right, let's see. Stuff duds picked uh, is gonna shine next week and one player that's gonna cool. go. So who's your
1: stud
0: going into next week, Amos?
1: Uh my stud for this week I think we will go with been kind of back and forth on it and I think I switched it up. I think we'll go with LaShawn McCoy. Had a very subpar week last week. Goes to Washington and I just I think he's gonna have a bounce back game a big bounce back game and I think he's gonna get going against a Washington run defense. It's kinda of been on and off all year. But I think out of the backfield with his quickness with you know Tyrod Taylor being able to kinda of get out of the pocket, maybe hit him on some swing routes. I think LaShawn McCoy has a big game this week.
0: Calvin Johnson here we little bit earlier. Calvin Johnson did not play well at all this week. Uh, got shut down just yeah up against the Saints, who have been all season. Uh, and I think that the Lions desperate to try to get the hands. So I think you're going to see Calvin Johnson come back in a big with the Saints this week. On the other side, the Duds uh, for the upcoming week. These are guys at all costs. Uh, and should everybody for this Oh, so
1: for I think I'm gonna go with uh, Des Bryant against the New York Jets. I know that's maybe a little unfair, considering that you know it's Matt Castle at quarterback. But before this year, Des Bryant was a top five receiver. And just because your quarterback goes out, doesn't mean you need to stop being a top five receiver. You got to help out your backup quarterback. He's not done enough. He's dropped a ton of balls when Castle's got it to him. And I think that he's going to have another huge, dug, especially going against the Jets. So if you have him in your lineup, I wouldn't start him. I I'd, I'd just see nothing good coming out of getting him in your lineup. Great. Um, I'm going to start Carr here. He's
0: going up against Carr. He's a really impressive young talent, but he's struggled the last short. a uh, great pretty solid defense. Um, they're going to put a lot of effort in, well, uh, in you know, in green, playing quarterback in the league, uh, you know, nerves, anxiety. What not are, I just, defense, um, So, uh, that'll better to see. Do you have any uh, thoughts before we leave this show, Amos?
1: Um, I think a guy who can have a real sneaky game this week may be Gio Bernard. Especially going against the 49ers, Well, Isaiah Crowell did against them. I think if you're looking for a running back or if he's sitting in your lineup and you don't know what to do with him, I would say start him. I think he's going to be A.J. McCarron's probably one of his best friends this weekend, and I think he's a guy who can kind of sneak in there and have a really good game and help you out getting to the next uh, level of the playoffs.
0: All right. Uh, we'll be back next week at the same time, same place. Uh, over uh, the way you uh, need to know Nico you can find who wins if it's me or Amos. <laughs> but you can see my, uh, and and I'm um, sure tomorrow night we got a brand new game show. Uh, we named it Par for Discourse. We're clever and like that. Uh, it's going to be a lot of really, really funny Even set up. Uh, so tune in for that. It'll be two, uh, and they'll have to debate uh, over all kinds of sports topics. Just right. Um, so be sure to tune in for that. Uh Thursday we of course preview show Friday, the free for all. Thanks for guys. this is ever Show. Tennessee. Uh, thanks and good night.